Welcome to the Face-Offs and Fantasy Podcast with your two co-hosts, Sean and Marcus. Welcome back for episode number 17. Marcus, 17 yes, yes. is the uh, the number on the street that we grew up on of my house, actually. I am 15. You're 15. <laughs> I said my house. Yes, I know. I know. Was 17. <laughs> technically, technically speaking, though, my house is actually 13, but we do not have a 13 on our street. So oh, my, yeah. man. So it's I never 15. knew that. Yeah. Because I think uh, our other neighbor between Mike and myself is 11 and Michael is nine. So, oh, no way. Yeah. True. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Fun little fact for our street. (laughs) Man, that's crazy. Do the other guys know that? I think I mentioned it before and then you you say the same thing and then you forget about it. <laughs> Man, I I honestly feel like you've never told me that before. Oh, okay. Well, I I remember my dad told me that a long time ago and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that's true." And then my dad was born on like the 13th, so he doesn't care about like superstitious wise. Superstitions, yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't I don't really care about superstitions either. Yeah. Like growing up, I was a huge Matt Sundin fan, so like There you go. <laughs> number, number 13, baby. Of course. Big time. Man, I was just, I was watching, what was I watching? I feel like it was, it, it was something on cable. Like I was watching like a countdown or something mm-hmm. and uh, they were showing these highlights and all of a sudden they just like hit play. It was like the very beginning of it. And I just see Matt Sundin carrying the puck up the ice and I see a Calgary sweater. I was like oh, his 500th goal. 500th goal. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as I saw it and then he just like steps over the blue line, takes the clapper takes the over Kippersoft's glove and just. In overtime. Man, everyone went wild. That was wild. <laughs> I swear it, we were watching that together. Man, I think we were. And I'm it pretty like sure it just, it was like in my house, in my basement, like we'd always play mini sticks and watch like the Leafs game. Yeah. And <laughs> I man, remember it, just, it yeah. <laughs> it brought me back, you know, like you know when you just like watch something well, and your like body man. reacts to it. <laughs> goosebumps. Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps of you describing it right now. Man, so <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Un- unreal moment. I remember watching another game at your house one time. It was I think it was Toronto Buffalo. And I swear Toronto was losing like five nothing, and then they came back and won the game six five. Oh, I don't and remember I, that one, but I remember something <laughs> about Thomas Caberlet in overtime. Whether he scored or got the assist, I can't quite remember. But I remember watching that. I guess it would have been like the room that your grandma ended up taking over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching it there. Yeah, could be probably. <laughs> if you yeah. remember it, then it probably happened. Good times. Good times. This this why we're we still watch the Leafs, you know. It's all those good memories. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now we just get to watch Austin Matthews score every single game. It's phenomenal. I know. <laughs> Dude is unreal. So good. What was the stat you sent me the other day? He has in his last one hundred games played, he has scored seventy seven goals. That is crazy. Like you gotta, we gotta like take a step back every now and then. Remember, like. Look at what we have or what we get to watch as a Leafs fan. You know, we're taking this for well, – I feel like I take it for granted a lot of time. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, he's good for two goals, whatever. But, like, it's – he is so good. <laughs> he is just – oh, my God, man. Like, I think he's probably the best Maple Leaf that I've ever seen play. Oh, probably. Right? I mean like, – I'm, I'm thinking back. Like, Matt Sundin is probably before him. But, man, he's so good. Yeah. I, like, yeah, it's either Matt Sundin or, or – uh, Austin Matthews. I don't think there's like really anybody yeah. in between. We never and, really like our bona fide scorer was Phil Kessel, and like he was good if he scored like 30, 40 goals, maybe 40 goals yeah. with like the top end. But Austin Matthews can score 40 goals in his sleep. Oh, God, man. <laughs> if he ever plays like a full 82 games, 
like all this COVID (laughs) nonsense and bubbles and this and that, like the way he's playing now, if he played a full 82 game season, I I feel like easy. (laughs) Like he, he might even hit 70. Like that's how freaking good he is. That's crazy. But that would be insane luck to be able to do that. So, but 60, I feel like is very, very much within reach. That is true. Is he leading the league in goals now? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's leading the league right now in goals. I believe uh, Drysaitel second. Yeah, which is pretty impressive considering he had a slow start and he missed a couple games because he was coming back from wrist surgery over the summer. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you now, said, if if we had a full season with him, <laughs> oh man, like, or if he was healthy for a full season, it's just crazy. Even this year, like he had a slow start, sure by his standards. First yeah. of all, <laughs> like by Austin Matthew standards. Dude, he has 36 goals in 48 games this season. Wow. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? He, get, he I hope he hits 50 this this season. It'd be pretty crazy. I think It'd it's doable. Like how it's, many it's, how many games are we in? 48 games. Well, no, he's no. played 48 yeah. games. The Leafs themselves have played 51, I guess 52 after tonight's game. Oh, so then he missed four games or three games? I thought he missed more, but Shows what no, I know. I wasn't it's not that. Much. It's because he had that lingering wrist issue, remember? Yeah. So that's why everyone was like, even though he played at the beginning of the season, he wasn't quite 100% Oh, yeah, he yet. wasn't at 100%. Yeah. yeah. So and it's not that he, like, missed because he was still playing in those games, but you could tell, like, shift to shift. Sometimes he was fine, and then other times you could just see he was off. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're starting with our Leafs uh, corner, Marcus. <laughs> It's just been so long. We want to it, talk about the Leafs so badly. <laughs> but how is how's your couple weeks been, Sean? Oh, it's uh, it's been good. It's been alright. I'm back at work, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Parental leave was pretty friggin' awesome. Just being home and chilling with my son and my wife, and not having to think about or prepare or <laughs> do anything <laughs> work related was was pretty sweet. Yeah, definitely between working and not working. Uh, I, I <laughs> would, would choose def- not working. I would definitely choose not working. I would say ten times out of ten, that would be my choice. Uh, but yeah, otherwise it's been good. Uh, we get a lot of snow up here, so been pretty snowy. It's been shoveling. Do you have couple, a snowblower? Uh, couple snow days. No, but my neighbor does, and he comes over and like on the really Helps bad days, he'll he'll blow, he'll do it for me. Nice. Uh, which is pretty sweet. But yeah. otherwise, it'll be like I'll shovel like three or four times, easy yeah. in a night, just depending on how much the snow is coming down. True. Well, yeah. I mean, that's good. You know, get some exercise. <laughs> How about you, Marcus? How you been? Uh, pretty good. Nothing, nothing much, nothing new, really. Are you back at hockey now? Yeah, just been playing hockey. So that's been, that's been good. Had a game with Michael. I think it's like been two weeks now since we last played with, or I last played with Michael. He hasn't, he hasn't been able to attend the past couple of weeks, but um, that week he, I think he had two goals. Too and then, busy wedding planning. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He is. But I think he had um he had two goals that game, and then we had like a decent he had, he'd scored the two goals pretty quickly. So I just remember I was like, I I passed him like ten or twenty pucks or something, <laughs> trying to get him that like hat trick goal. But I think some of my passes were probably a little too a little too much power behind them. He did have a nice one timer on one of them, but uh, I think he just shot it right at the goalie, or or it may have hit the post or something. But he was so close to getting his hat trick. Next time. Next time. If he ever shows up again. <laughs> I think he's he told me this week he's he wants to play for play again. So hmm. I uh I'm trying to get him in. So fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, 
for I mean, that's good. Uh, the other thing that we we definitely have to talk about, obviously, with the news and everything happening right now, you would have seen that uh, th- there was an invasion. Uh, Russia invaded the Ukraine. So massive news uh, out of Europe yep. in terms of, you know, something of this magnitude hasn't hasn't really happened in, in quite a while. And uh, yeah, so, you know, thoughts and prayers out to those in, in the Ukraine um, trying to fight for their land and, and fight for their independence and basically not lose their lives. Uh, so don't know if you wanted to add anything to that, Marcus. No, I think uh, you said it. You said it best. I also just want to add in, Sean, that there are two corrections from the last podcast. One, I think you meant Maurice Richard, not Henri Richard. Henri Richard was his little brother and unfortunately never scored 50 goals in a season, but was still a very successful Montreal Canadian. Um, but I think you meant Maurice Richard, who was the first to score 50 goals in a season. And the other correction was that I just want to reiterate that Tuka Rask did win a Stanley Cup. I know we kept saying he did not, but he did not win as a starting goaltender. They just want to reiterate that. He does have his name on the cup. He was a backup when they won um, with Tim Thomas as a starter. Those were just two corrections. Yep. All right. Well, the other thing uh, is the Olympics. Um, I didn't really watch much, Marcus. Did, did you get to watch much of the Olympics? Not really. <laughs> I watched a couple of the hockey games. You came over and we did watch some of the men's Team Canada versus the Team USA. Unfortunately, they, they lost. I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> say unfortunately we watched that game. Yeah, we watched that one. But so yeah, I didn't really get to chance to watch the women's. But uh, how did they do, Sean? They did amazing. <laughs> they won the gold medal. They did not lose throughout the tournament, and uh, yeah, they kicked butt, which was pretty awesome. They even beat the Americans by a decent amount, which is pretty impressive because the U.S. is you know the other powerhouse in women's hockey. Pretty much every time the Olympics comes around, it's Canada or the United States who wins the gold medal. Yeah. So it was nice to get that win. And then also uh, Sarah Nurse was on the gold medal winning Canadian team. And she was the first black female hockey player to win a gold medal. So wow. pretty cool. That's awesome. And she is Darnell Nurse's sister, correct? I believe that is correct, Marcus. Darnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Talented family. Yes, for sure. <laughs> very, very talented family. So... Um, yeah, pretty impressive, and uh, that's awesome for her. Awesome uh, in terms of setting, hopefully, a a precedent that will continue forward, and, and hopefully she will be the one who paves the way for numerous and several more uh, black uh, Canadian athletes for Canada to win some more gold medals. For sure. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't honestly watch a whole lot of the of the Olympics, though. Um, I feel like. I don't know. It's just the time difference. The time difference is tough. It just made the the biggest difference of, you know, it's just like you get home from work and you want to throw it on. It's like everything's already done for the day. Mm -hmm. So then it's like reruns and like you've kind of already heard about medals that have won and stuff like that. And so. Yeah. And then it starts pretty like late at night if you want to watch live stuff. Yeah. Like when I came to watch that game at your house and then I basically fell asleep on your couch. Yeah, (laughs) that is true. Yeah. We did watch the that uh, men's game (laughs) Um, who won the men's team Finland won the men's gold medal so good for them I mean they've they've been doing really well uh, especially at the the junior level right the uh, the juniors they've been doing really Mm -hmm. well lately and they've also 
they've I think they've won the bronze the last couple times as well. When you're talking about the Olympics uh, too, they they've been a pretty much a powerhouse at this point. Yeah, I think this was their first gold for uh, hockey. So mm-hmm. good for them. Uh, it's good to see. Well, obviously we want Canada to win, but it's also good to see other other countries winning the gold as well in hockey because then it's good competition. Yeah, good competition mixes it up a little bit. And then uh, there's there's rumblings of the World Cup of Hockey coming back. So we'll see. We'll see if they do that. They're looking at the summer? Uh, no, you're referring to uh, the, oh, the, the World juniors. juniors. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, they, they are talking about that, though. They're talking about running the World Juniors in August. Um, at the conclusion of the NHL season, they're hoping to do it. And so basically anything that already happened at the last one, they're just completely wiping it. They're, they're basically saying it never happened. None of those games counted. And uh, they, they want to try to bring everybody in and just do a completely brand new tournament. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be nice, right? Like some yeah, of those no, kids. The, obviously, it's been a full season now. And, you know, teams will have changed maybe. Some players may not be returning. So it's good that the, you're giving them a fresh start. Plus, like, I would be down to see Connor Bedard score another four goals in a game. <laughs> <laughs> Selfishly, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it was pretty cool that Owen Powers got to play at the Olympics. And the World Juniors, yeah. And the World Juniors at the same time. And maybe he'll go back to the World Juniors again. <laughs> yeah, so, maybe. Okay. He may or he may not, uh, depending if he may be trying to concentrate on making the Buffalo Sabres. So. Yeah, we'll see. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess I wonder what time they would be heading in to, like, work out with teams and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that would all work. If it's in August, it might be okay because usually – they don't report to teams until September, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. But uh, anyways, speaking of making the NHL, why don't we switch gears and start talking about the NHL? (laughs) (laughs) Smooth transition. Yeah, so Marcus, uh, I'm sure you saw that Brad Marchand got suspended again, second time this season, and uh, six games, six-game suspension. And he did appeal it to Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman upheld that decision. So he said, nope, you are still (laughs) suspended for six games. And he decided that he was not going to take it to an arbitrator. So he is sitting those six games. Uh, I'm not sure if he's back just yet. If not, it must be like the next game. I believe he's already sat them all. So whatever the next game, if if they already played or whatever it is, he'll be playing. Yeah, like they might even even be playing tonight, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so... Did you like? Did you actually see it? That was when he like hit the goalie in the face with his stick, right? Yeah. Was it? He, was it Tristan Jari? Yeah. Yeah. He, okay. He, he punched <laughs> Tristan Jari yeah, and hit him. him. Yeah. With his stick, and then he like came out to the media and started complaining about how oh I only got suspended because I have a reputation and they suspended me based on my <laughs> reputation. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like you just hit a goalie. Yeah, you full on like slashed him in the face you punched a goalie <laughs> and hit him in the face with your stick like it, it's not a scrum in the corner with a guy after the whistle like that's the goalie and and jari didn't like go at him or anything he literally made a save and was yeah. sitting down in a butterfly like it with pretty random <laughs> yeah like just like had the puck over like, i i just i really don't get that for Marshawn. that was a really stupid decision on his part and as somebody who used to play defense like, that's just a line you don't cross, man. You just don't hit somebody else's goalie. Unless the goalie's, like, actively trying to punch that person with a blocker or, like, start mm-hmm. a fight. But it was just Jordan totally Bennington unprovoked. <laughs> and you just don't do that to another team's goalie. I'm sorry. He deserves six games. I would have been fine if they suspended him 10, to be honest. 
and I would have put in brackets like for being a dummy. Like <laughs> just makes no sense, man. He just lost his cool and couldn't control himself. Yeah, no. It was it was a really like it looked really bad in terms of like why would he just do that randomly? Also, it's just like for the team, for Boston, it sucks. They just lost to Garask. He's done. He's not coming back. They are going to now lose him, right? Marshawn was out mm-hmm. for six games, so he yep. was gone. And Bergeron was dealing with an injury too. So all of a sudden you have this team that's really pushing and trying to fight up and climb the standings to be able to fight for one of the top three spots in the division as opposed to fighting for a wild card spot. And all of a sudden this guy takes himself out of six games. He's tied. Like he's their leading scorer and he's gone for six games. Like that just doesn't help your team. Like I just, I don't get it from any angle. I don't understand why he did it to begin with. He crossed the line by going after another team's goalie. Trying to say that it's based on his reputation only. I'm sorry. I disagree with him wholeheartedly. But also your teammates are the ones who are losing out the most. Like it's the guys in Boston who are going to be the most pissed off at you. Because now you're not in the lineup to help them win hockey games. Very true. Still a guy I would take on my team. (laughs) But honestly, (laughs) I just sometimes, man, you just wonder. You just wonder about people like, dude. How do you not? <laughs> yeah, what's uh, going through his head? Yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Anyways, tell me you've seen these jerseys, Marcus. I have not seen them. Oh, you have not? Them. Oh, I'm my I'm going to look at them right now. Look, <laughs> look at them right, right now. Right now. Okay. For those of you wondering what I'm talking about, uh, I'm referring to the, the Nashville Predators Stadium Series jerseys. Oh, my God. These things are fire. Absolutely incredible. Do you oh, see the it, Marcus? Nashville ones, eh? Oh, man, they're so nice. <laughs> Smashville on the front, and they got a guitar pick, too. Oh, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. I man, mean, it's a nice jersey. What are the three stars for in the middle of the guitar pick? I don't know. You just put me on the spot, though. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not sure the answer to that question. If I had way more money to spend, I would totally buy one of these jerseys. And I'm not even a Nashville fan, but I would I would get a UC Soros Nash, Smashville jersey. To support my boy Saros, but uh, man, those are nice, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I, I would, uh, I would totally rock that. I think the Toronto Maple Leafs released one too. Yeah, the Toronto Arenas one is that the one you yeah. talked about? Yeah, where it's like very navy blue. Yeah, and then the it, all you see is the T, but then Arenas is there, but it's like in navy blue as well. Yeah, they're nice. I, I mean, I prefer the Smashville ones personally. <laughs> And I'm also a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, so hopefully, you know, hopefully it's not my bias coming into play. But I, I honestly like the Leafs like jersey that they wear regularly. So oh, it's it's such a nice jersey. Yeah, like I like the jersey that they wear every day. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that jersey. But yeah, those Nashville ones, man, the Smashville ones. Oh, those are nice. Yeah, no. Well, since they changed back from that the square leaf or angled leaf or yeah <laughs> i mean that's what i grew up with that's the leaf that i know or i remember as a kid and everything but and i thought it was fine but you know you're looking you look back at it now and it's like you compare the two i'm like oh man the the current maple leafs logo is so much better yeah but also i feel like when you're younger you don't really care as much yeah you're more just well, you like think anything looks cool <laughs> yeah you're like yo like i got a leafs jersey man this man, is like, so sick yeah <laughs> i i loved as as lame as this sounds i used to love that tml crest and like uh, everybody despises it oh, whenever man. on the internet yeah and like i thought that was cool when i was a kid but i mean i, I was feel like, like it was just was like, like a poor man's 
version of trying to do like the the New the York Yankees, Yankees the yeah. NY. Yeah. And it just didn't work. It just wasn't the same. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, well <laughs> that that was like ten year old me, but that's okay. <laughs> oh gosh, ten year old you? Oh, that was that must have been a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marks is significantly older than me, by the way. For those oh, of you yeah, who don't significant, know, significant, significantly <laughs> older than me. So I had to had to take a crack at him there, you know. It's a solid few years uh, between us. It's <laughs> true. I'm in my thirties, and you are not. So. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely correct, and uh, that's going to be the case for like a couple more years, Marcus. So one. Yeah, well, I guess like this year and next year, right? <laughs> it's only February after all. That's true. Yeah, so pretty, those are pretty nice though. Man, uh, so the next thing that happened, Zidane Chara, who's back with the Islanders, he was drafted by them, right? Correct. And he yeah, was drafted traded by them. with Jason Spezza, I believe, for Alexei Yashin. Oh, yeah, I didn't Zidane know. Chara and Jason Spezza. Damn. For Alexei Yashin. Man, there so, may have been other components, but I think two of them were part of the deal. So basically what you're saying is Chara should come to the Leafs so that him and Spets are on the same team again? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, Zdeno Chara set the record for the most games played by a defenseman in the NHL. So he passed Chris Chelios. So Zdeno Chara is now number one. He is the, I guess, in the history of the NHL, he is the defenseman who has played the most games. And it is 1,652 games. Man, that's crazy. That's that's a lot of hockey games. That is. You would think for a guy like that big that he might deal with like more injuries or something or like his mm-hmm. body breaking down. But I guess he's just that strong that it just never happened. Yeah. Because like he's what, six foot nine? Six nine. Yeah. Six nine. Like I feel like, you know, you see some of these basketball players and stuff and it's it's not like they're... Well, like you said, Sean, running is different from skating, man. Less, yeah. less impact on the knees. <laughs> yeah, because I just feel like basketball players get injured pretty frequently. Like, they're just so big. Like, I understand yeah. why. And hockey's a contact sport, just like basketball. Um, so, like, I'm just surprised that it doesn't happen more often. But, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you're right, Marcus. Maybe my words are coming back here. And it's just because skating is just so much better. In also, terms of- Zidane Chara is the giant amongst men, whereas you know, seven foot or six foot nine amongst in basketball is just like average. So <laughs> he's dealing with, they'd have, he'd have to deal with like seven foot, seven foot two players. Whereas Zidane Char just has to deal with, with like six foot two players. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. Right. How tall is Shaq? Like seven, four. I believe he's just seven. Oh, I thought seven he was feet, seven but, or maybe seven, one. I don't, I don't I think thought he was seven, four. And then, um, Yao Ming was seven foot six, seven, six. Wasn't he? Yao Ming was seven six. Yeah, yeah. Shaq is damn bro. Two those guys are point one six meters. <laughs> That's insane though. <laughs> Man, I'm only five foot eight. <laughs> like those guys are so <laughs> tall. <laughs> seven oh. foot one. Seven foot one. Yeah, dude's a beast, man. Absolute beast. He was like three hundred and twenty five pounds. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like I'm 325 pounds right now <laughs> because, uh, for those of you wondering, like having a kid <laughs> is, uh, yeah, it's not great for the whole exercise and sleep diet aspect of it. And then I go shovel some more driveways, Sean. Yeah, man. Honestly, that's like my main source of like physical activity exercise. right now, which is pretty sad, but at least I'm doing something versus nothing. But 
Yeah, man. You, plus, you got hockey's once a week. Yeah, although it's like it's been on and off here, right? True. And then the last couple uh, couple been, weeks, we've had Thursday late. night games starting at ten thirty. Ah. And uh, it's yeah. like a good half hour drive from my house, so it was, was tough wild, because though. my my work switched now, so I'm at a different school, and it's like a forty five minute drive in the morning, so I got to leave pretty early. Yeah. So um, I missed the last couple of games, but I'll hopefully be able to go next week. And then uh, I definitely play on the weekend, Saturday. So I'll make that game. That's good. Yeah. Marcus, we got to talk about this. Hold on, hold on. So the trade was Alexi Yashin for Bill McCult, Zidane Chara, and the 2001 first round pick, which was number two in the draft, Jason Spezza. Whew. Who was taken before Spezza? 2001. Good question. Did I, did I put you on the spot, Marcus? I want to no, not Patrick Stefan. Would that have been like Joe Thornton or something, or am I? No, way Joe off Thornton base? was like ninety-seven. He was ninety-seven. Yeah, Ilya Kovalchuk. Oh, Kovalchuk. Oh, yes. Huh. Well, Spetsa's had a better career overall, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I guess I should clarify a better career in the NHL, at least longevity-wise, <laughs> in the NHL. Yes. Since Joe Kovalchuk. Thornton, yes, was ninety-seven. Boston. Damn. And uh, Marlowe was second overall, right? Correct. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, Marcus, we got to talk about this. The crazy Pacific Division. Like, <laughs> that is, we, we've talked about days. this a few times. We talked about how it's like maybe considered one of the weaker divisions, but also like <laughs> it's kind of fun because it's tumultuous and it changes rapidly. And Vegas was in first place the last time wait, we wait, spoke. Are you saying the Kraken are in first place now? Bro, you didn't you didn't hear that first place in the NHL? Uh, yeah, not quite. The Kraken, man, I nailed that though. Come on, you have to give me that. My preseason prediction for the Seattle Kraken, I told you why they were gonna be bad. Do you remember what I said, Marcus? Because Grubauer is not that good. I said goaltending is gonna be their problem, and goaltending is their biggest freaking problem. Not to well, mention, they can't score either, really. <laughs> well, yeah. Not to mention that I, I really feel like they could have done better in that draft, in the expansion draft, that is. But still, goaltending has by far and away been their absolute Yo, Achilles. Ron heel. Francis is thinking outside the box, okay? You know he what? Good luck taken, to Ron Francis. He's going to need a Tarasenko. He could have taken Tarasenko, but you know, he didn't want to. He, you know, he. He, throwing curveballs he, here. <laughs> yeah, he had some good options, to be honest. He had some good options, but it is what it is. Uh, we move on. They're not actually in first place, in case anybody <laughs> thought I was being serious. Um, right now, Calgary, after their they have 10 wins in their last 12 games, Marcus, I believe that's what you said. Uh, it is 10 of their last, uh, sorry, 12 of their last 14. Oh, they just, 12 of their yeah. last 14, yeah. So. Yeah. Ne- needless one. to say, the team is hot. They are in first place now. They have 66 points in 50 games. They are clear of second place by only three points. <laughs> and for those of you wondering, it's not Vegas who used to be in first place in this division. It's actually the LA Kings who have also been going on a decent run of late. And they have 63 points in 52 games. They've currently won four in a row, the Kings. Currently won four in a row. Hot team. They're doing well. Vegas is now in third place, but they're only one point behind the Kings. And then in fourth place, Edmonton is only one point behind Vegas. Since their coaching change, they've actually been on a decent roll themselves. So LA, Vegas, and Edmonton have all played the same number of games. 
and it's 63 points, 62 points, 61 points. This is a division that we're going to keep monitoring as we get closer and closer to the end of the season. But man, this could potentially lead to a battle of Alberta, and I would be stoked for that to happen. The Ducks are pretty close at 59 points, but they've played two more games. They're, yeah. they're still in it, though, I'd say. Yeah, the Ducks are fighting for it. Uh, to be honest, I, I thought the Ducks would do a little bit better than L.A., uh, but, I mean, to start the season, I don't think either of us picked the Ducks yeah. to be anywhere near the playoffs, so they're That's probably true. just cooling off a little bit now um, comparatively to where they were supposed to be, but... Man, what a division, like just the flip-flopping that's been happening and who's in first and who's in fourth, and it's just crazy. But I like it when Canadian teams make the playoffs just because there's so much more media attention that goes with it. And if we could get uh, a Battle of Alberta going on as a series in the playoffs, uh, that would be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. couple quick things to note, by the way, about Vegas. Unfortunately, Robin Leonard's been dealing with some injuries. And they said he's kind of like been dealing with injuries on and off and they, they finally kind of gave him some time to rest. So it mm -hmm. sounds like he needs some time to like let his body heal. And maybe after that, he'll come back and be a little bit more like the old Robin Leonard that we all expect. But the other thing about Vegas Marcus is who's back. Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel is back, man. So after all that time and all the, the standoffs that happened with Buffalo uh, man, we, we were talking about that in like our first couple episodes, eh? Yeah. That, that's how we, we long ha we have been. we've we been were, doing we these podcasts. About, yep, Eichel for a while. <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. So he got his surgery. He did his rehab. He did his stints to be ready to go. And yeah, he's back. And uh, I know he's already scored at least one goal since returning to the Vegas Golden Knights. And they finally have their number one center. So hopefully once Robin Leonard gets back, that team will look a little bit more like they're supposed to in terms of uh, being the full full crew there. But, uh, man, it would have been pretty sweet if they had uh, Fleury as their backup goalie right now yeah. to, to step in and play yep. for Leonard, no? For sure, for sure. <laughs> okay, I know this is very time-sensitive, but do you know what the Leafs' score is right now? The last I checked, it was 8-6. It's 9-7 right now. That's oh, crazy. I just checked my phone now, and I had a text from my buddy John. Are you watching this? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, 10-7. Oh, they scored again. Wow. Mitch Marner. Oh, my <laughs> no. God. Is that four or five? I have no idea. That's his fourth <laughs> goal of the four. game. That is crazy. Man, no way. And uh, taking Andre Cash's goal was a shorthanded goal, too. Wow. So uh, <laughs> the Red Wings were on the power play. All right. Getting back to what we were talking about. <laughs> uh, that, no, that was it, to be honest, uh, in terms of getting back to what we were talking about. I just wanted to, to check in on that Pacific Division. And, and like I said, we'll continue to monitor that because, damn, that is uh, that is a crazy, tumultuous uh, division that's happening there. So flip-flops, and I can guarantee you that it's going to change more before the end of the season. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one, Marcus. Sounds good. All right, so since we already started talking about the Leafs injury, interrupted your vegas rant not rant what, what do you want to call it Sean? update update vegas update yes yeah we're gonna jump back into toronto maple leaf so jumping into our leafs corner uh we're gonna start off with some sad news rodion amirov the leafs first round draft pick 15th overall 15th overall last season right Was it uh, last might have been two seasons ago two now seasons ago, 2020 yeah. i believe true that is the bubble season so yeah. he was diagnosed recently with a brain tumor. So, Sean, do you want to give us some more information on that? 
Yeah, so it, it sounds like he, he had an injury he was dealing with. Um, and then as he was healing up from the injury, they started to notice some other stuff was going on. And uh, unfortunately, after like numerous tests to try to figure out what it was to see if it was related to the injury or not, uh, they, they did find out that it, it was separate. And uh, so he has been diagnosed with a brain tumor. He, he's put out a couple messages himself, um, just talking about staying positive and, and wanting to be a role model to to other people and uh, you know potentially kids out there who who might be fighting something similar so he's really he's really kind of keeping it as positive as possible and I think he referenced as well like Brian Boyle who currently mm-hmm. plays for the mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Penguins but who went through a similar thing not too long ago himself and so he's really just trying his best to to make it you know kind of a positive out, out of uh, what what most people would consider obviously a pretty negative situation so good to see. And then obviously it was nice as well to hear, hear from Kyle Dubis, who, you know, like we've, we've said this several times, but he just seems like a genuinely nice guy who, who really does care about his players. And I yep. feel like for Amirov's sake, it's, it's probably, you know, a positive that his GM is Kyle Dubis and Kyle Dubis will probably do anything he can uh, to help Amirov out here. So, for sure. um, you know, our, our thoughts are with him and, and hopefully everything clears up and, and uh, he'll be back uh, sooner rather than later. Yep. It's good they found it and uh, that he can be on the mend and start healing as uh, soon as possible. Yep. Okay. So next, uh, we had a trade um, since our last podcast. And that was the Leafs traded Nick Ritchie. So um, one of our offseason signings. He obviously didn't play up to our expectation. And he kind of fell. He was expected to maybe jump into that first line, add some toughness, play with with some skill with uh, Matthews and Marner. And then he didn't really, I don't think he could keep up with them. And he wasn't really doing anything. Like, I kind of felt he was more of like a pylon out there. And uh, he slowly <laughs> fell. Tell me fell. how you really feel, Marcus. He slowly fell down the lineup. I mean, obviously, we wanted him to succeed. It would have been be nice to have a big body like him. Dude, that, they, they gave him lots of opportunities of course that's what i'm saying yeah so he slowly fell down the lineup eventually he was basically on our fourth line and you know he'd he'd be swapped out for kyle clifford i believe and and he he actually played for the marlies yeah so yeah because we we did mention a couple weeks ago or several podcasts ago that we sent down through waivers so played for the marlies came back up yeah so i think um kyle dubas tried to give him another shot somewhere else and uh thankfully he was able to make a trade to the arizona coyotes for ryan dezingle and Ilya labushkin so ryan dezingle was put on waivers as soon as he was traded and he unfortunately was claimed by the Sharks. so it would have been nice to have some extra depth on forward as he is a two-time 20 goal scorer I believe he achieved that with the Ottawa Senators a couple seasons ago. Yes, he did. And then yep. he was traded to Columbus that year, I believe. Yeah, Columbus. And he signed with Carolina and then got traded back to Ottawa, I believe. Oh, anyways, he was on Arizona this season. And yeah. so Long story short. <laughs> long story short, he got picked up by the San Jose Sharks. And the other asset that we acquired as the Leafs, uh, was Ilya Labushkin, a right-handed defenseman who I think his cap hits only like $1.6 million. So it's it's definitely less than what Nick Ritchie's cap hit was. And 
he adds some toughness and just, you know, a good, steady defensive defenseman that I think will be helpful in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> helpful now, too, uh, because the next thing we that were going to talk about was how Jake Muzzin has been placed on the LTIR. So he's out long term, and, and we would consider Jake Muzzin to be kind of the, the tough and gritty defenseman on our team. And with him out, I think Labushkin will slide into that role, which is nice. And For sure. it definitely helps that he's a right shot defenseman uh, because, as you know, we have enough left shot defensemen on the Toronto Maple Leafs. But yes. I think the other important... There was, sorry. sorry, there was one more part of that trade. It was a optional pick, or the Coyotes get one pick. So they have the choice. They can either choose the Leafs' third-round pick in 2023 or the Leafs' second-round pick in 2025. So I guess when 2023 draft comes, they can be like, do we want this pick? Yes or no? And then if they don't want it, they get the second-round pick in 2025, so two years later. Yeah, yeah, pick went the other way. But yeah, it's it's kind of important to note as well that those are both like future picks, right? Like down the road. So yeah. the Leafs still have kind of their top picks this year. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to make a splash this year, they could potentially trade some picks uh, for guys. But the one thing I want to mention, Marks, about the trade as well is Dezingle and Labushkin's contracts were basically the same cap hit as Nick Ritchie's. Like mm-hmm. the two of them combined, combined was roughly yeah. that 2.5 mil that Ritchie made. Uh, but Nick Ritchie has another year left on his deal. Correct. So he's not just signed for this year and then becoming a UFA. He's actually signed for next year as well. So this trade helps them next year to clear up that cap hit also. And now that Dezingle got claimed off of waivers, they basically traded Nick Ritchie's 2.5 mil for this year and next year for Ilya Labushkin's, I think you said 1.6, Marcus? 1.3 yeah. or 1.6, I believe. Something like that. Um, so we shed salary and we shed salary next year and that potentially leaves the door open for us to try to make another move where we can bring somebody in. And now we have an extra, you know, roughly 1.2 to $1.5 million to work with. Sorry. Yeah. It's 1.35. His current cap hit. Yeah. And his current contract or salary. So pretty, pretty good. Yes. But yeah. Um, I, I mean, I already mentioned it, so I'll, I'll probably just talk about it quickly, but Jake sure. Muzzin got, uh, got injured. Uh, everyone who saw it and uh, and knows anything about hockey has basically said it's most likely a concussion, which is really bad for him because he's already had a concussion this year. So this is his second one of the season. Yeah. And you just never know with concussions, right? Everybody mm. deals with them differently. Everybody heals from them differently. Everybody has different symptoms. Um, you know, it I'm takes sure. takes a toll, right? It's not just. Oh, man, it, yeah. it takes a major toll, especially. Yeah a guy like that where like his entire livelihood and career has been about physical contact mm-hmm. and, you know, and rattling his head, uh, whether it would be like full out concussions or like basically micro concussions, I'm yeah. sure he's had enough times where his head has been bonked or, or rattled. Mm-hmm. Right. So hopefully for him, it's something that does not impact him like long-term. And when I say long-term, I don't even mean during his hockey career. I mean, outside of his hockey career, once he's done and once he retires, like I hope it's not something that impacts his life uh, to the point where it, it makes it more difficult. But for the Leafs right now, that means he's on the LTIR. That means his $5.625 million is on the LTIR. And I would think that likely he might not come back until playoffs. Dealing with something like this, I feel like you don't want to take any chances when it comes to your brain. 
Yeah. Give him lots of time they and lots time. of concussions take time. Yeah, like just give him as much time as he needs and and if he's feeling up to it, if he's okay to come back for the playoffs, then you bring him back for the playoffs, but two in the same season that are pretty significant, you just you just never know, right? Yeah. We obviously hope for the best for him that he can get some rest and heal up. Yeah, and I mean, I, I got to say it. <laughs> I mean, we, we obviously are, are hoping that it's nothing too serious and, and that he's good, but the whole LTIR thing, this is how like everyone was talking about how last year the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup and they were way over the cap limit. Well, this mm-hmm. is how it happened is Nikita Kucherov was injured for the entire season, so yeah. his cap hit didn't count against the maximum cap. It didn't come into play until they made the playoffs but once you're in the playoffs, there's no cap limit. No so cap, yeah. if Jake Muzzin were to be injured for the rest of the regular season, the Leafs could trade for somebody who makes $5.6 million, have them on the team. And then if the playoffs started and Jake Muzzin came back, they wouldn't be over the cap. So this does technically open up the possibility for them to make a trade to bring in somebody with a bit of a bigger cap hit and also potentially get Jake Muzzin back right before the playoffs. But again, like we said, hopefully he's all right. Hopefully he's fine. And with concussions, you just never know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a waiting game. Mm-hmm. That's true. But it does free up some cap space, as you were saying, Sean. Whether it be if they want to, if they think feel that Muzzin will be out for the rest of the season, they could acquire something around his cap hit, or they can still acquire within like less than his cap hit and still have. It still gives them a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Some quick news, I guess. Uh, the Leafs. Picked up ex-Leaf Adam Brooks off waivers. He's been, I think that was the third time he was claimed. And then the Leafs sent him down and he got claimed again on waivers by the Jets. So I think he's been claimed, that would be his fourth time this season. Because I believe he was claimed by Montreal, then Vegas. And then we claimed him again. And then the Jets claimed him. So he is now playing for the Jets, which is kind of nice for him in that uh, he was born in Winnipeg. So he gets to play for his hometown. Well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he has played one game at least. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you feel bad for a guy like that who's bouncing around the system so much. And But at the end of the day, the other thing to keep in mind is guys like Adam Brooks, if they're sent down to the minors, they make a lot less money than mm-hmm. if they are up in the NHL, right? So even if he bounces around but stays at the NHL level, even if he's sitting in a press box, at least his wallet is is positively is, being impacted yes. by it right that's true because his contract his nhl contract is seven hundred and twenty-five thousand. so when yeah when he gets sent down to the minors he only makes 100k so that's a lot that's a lot less exactly so yeah he's played three games for winnipeg so far and then the last bit yeah just austin matthews just being amazing <laughs> austin matthews is a stud yeah i, I mean i already <laughs> mentioned 77 goals in 100 games the other thing I didn't mention, though, is he also has like 53 assists at the same time. So he's at a 1.3 points per game average over his last 100 games. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. So he's got 130 points basically in 100 games. Insane. In yeah. Insane. Wow. So like well over a point per game. And the, the craziest part about that is how many goals he's scoring. Mm-hmm. Like usually when you see guys who are like, oh, point per game or above point per game, it's like, they're, oh, it's because they're playmakers and get a ton a of assists. assists. Yep. And then this is just not the case. Like, Matthews is just an absolute stud. Yeah, yeah his, crazy. His shot is, his wrist shot 
is amazing. It, yeah. like, oh, he scored God. one the other day where he just, you know, he just pulls it in and then just somehow snipes it on the goalie with a player in front of him. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, the game against Minnesota, right? You watched that? Yeah. 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 That, I think, yeah, that one. <laughs> that was a nice goal, man. Yeah. He's just, yeah, it's incredible. That's it, just classic Austin Matthews right Yeah. There. It's, and it's hard, it's hard to describe unless you watch him play because, you know, you don't necessarily see it happen. All of a sudden, he just has the puck and goes down and just crosses the blue line and goal, right? Yeah. Like, you don't even see it, but it's that little toe drag that he has, toe that little, that yep. just tiny little movement that he has where he hides the puck from the goalies. They don't see it, and he just has so much power behind his shot. Yeah. It's so it's, quick. Changes the angle, yeah. It's, it's That's exactly what it is because a lot of goalies, I mean, they, they'll probably tell you that they don't see a lot of the shots that they make saves on. A lot of it is positional saves, right? So. Yeah. The fact that they can't see the puck and then he's able to pick those corners so easily. Oh my gosh. That's that's what we're gonna see. That's what we're gonna remember as his five hundredth goal. He's gonna just do his, <laughs> his his toe drag, toe drag, curl it in and then just I don't boom. I don't know, man. Cause if that's the same <laughs> logic corner. you're applying to Matt Sundin, it should have been a backhand. It should have uh, been a yeah, breakaway backhand. Sundin was known for his backhanders, yeah, that's true. Man, Sundin it, like every <laughs> single time he was on a breakaway or like penalty shot or like shootout, like the goalie knew he was going backhand, backhand. and the guy would still score. <laughs> like every time. It's like how many videos do you have to watch? How much like you know, clips do you need to see to be able to know like, oh, Sundin's coming down, it's going to be his backhand. But still, and I guess it is it is the same logic with Austin Matthews, right? <laughs> like, you know it's going to be the wrist shot, but he still beats you with the wrist shot. It's true. Yeah, pretty crazy. All right, Marcus. Okay, so that brings us to our quiz corner. Oh, I'm excited, Marcus. Sean has created a question. So he's got one question. I've got a question for Sean. So we're going to get my easy question out of the way. Oh, one last thing for the Leafs corner. The Leafs ended up winning against Detroit 10-7. to So quite, quite a high-scoring game. 10-7. <laughs> Mark, you didn't even tell them the best part. What was the best part? Mitch Marner scored four <laughs> goals. <laughs> that is that is a pretty good part. Did, did John Tavares end up getting a point on that 10th goal? That's the other thing. John Tavares had like zero points in the first nine goals. Oh, uh, I, I'm not sure. I'd have to take a look. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's having, well, it's because Marner plays with Matthews now. They don't yeah, play uh, together yeah. anymore, right? So true. it's uh, possible that Tavares, yeah, Tavares had zero points. Oh. Yeah. Marner had okay. four they... goals and two assists for six points. Michael Bunting, one goal, four assists for How five How about points. Michael Bunting, by the way, though? He's been a great, great addition. And he oh, got like a... Gosh. His contract is only like 900k or something like that. And it's, it's 2 years it's 2 Marcus. years, yeah, I know. And he's a rookie. He's you know, I'm he, Michael Bunting for Calder. <laughs> he's back. It's so funny though that he's a rookie, but he's older than both Matthews and Marner. I know. He's like 26. <laughs> he's it's, literally it's on a, the, the the cusp, yeah. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny, but yeah, man. That's the thing. Dubis did a phenomenal job this offseason. He really did. If you look at if you look at Bunting, if you look at Camp, if you look at Kasha, Kasha yeah. right? Like all these guys are really. I guess the really... only miss was Nick Ritchie, but that's yeah, okay. but he's he was able to turn it around. You know, he just <laughs> traded him. So we'll yeah. see how Labushkin does, and maybe we'll say that it was a good signing because we got Labushkin out of it. We're off the hook. He, Labushkin got an assist. There you go. <laughs> There you go. He got more points game. than our captain, John Tavares. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously he's a stud, Marcus. <laughs> All right. What's your okay, quiz question, Back Marcus? to the quiz corner. So quiz corner. Yeah. So my question is, Sean, are you ready? I'm ready. 
Okay. So, can you name the top five in points in the NHL during the 2010s? So, the top five players in points who scored during the 2010s. Sorry, are you talking about the Olympics? No, no, no. This is in the NHL. So, you mean from top the Top five year... in points in the NHL during the 2010s. So, from 2010 to 2019. Like, the end of 2019. Oh, like 2010s. so, so over that span, like the twenty, yeah. like the twenty tens. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah, that decade. I, I apologize. Yeah, I understand okay. <laughs> now. Okay. Um. So you're asking me just points, right? Not goals. Just points. Just points. Twenty. Top five players. Ten. You can do top ten if you want. I can tell. Like I have the whole. There's. I have a list of a hundred. Uh. Okay. Let me. Let me. Let <laughs> we'll me start with top five. I'm that? just gonna write down a couple names here. Okay. Okay. Just gonna write down a couple names here just to see, see where I'm I at. Put them this. in order. Put them in order. Yeah. Oh, well, let's see if you get them first, then you can try and put them in order. <laughs> All right. I have I have three names I feel like I'm pretty confident with, but, oh, gosh, since 2010. Good so we're, there's no 2020, no 2021. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah but not the last couple seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm trying to pick, like, a few older players. Not uh, not the young uh, young guys anymore. I don't – because when was McDavid drafted? 2014? Um, ooh. <laughs> probably right. No, I think it was later than that. Um, hmm. I have five names. Let me just look it over one more time. He was 2015. 2015, yeah. Ah, there's gotta. Ah, man. Okay, I, I have five. Don't names. think Connor McDavid is on the list. I have five names of a hundred of the top 100. Okay, you have five names. I have five names. Okay. <sighs> okay. Let name the names, and then I'll tell you <clears throat> number one. Yeah. Number one on the list. I'm going with Sidney Crosby. Okay. Is he in the top five? He is in the top five, so that okay. is correct. He's not so, number one, but he's... Oh, he's not at number one. He's not number one. Okay. That's my only hint. I'll stop. I'll just say yes. Okay, he's okay, in okay, the top five. okay, okay. Um, I'm going with Alexander Ovechkin as well. Yes, top five. I'm going with Patrick Kane. Yes, top five. Oh, this is where it gets a little tricky. Man, I'm going to go with uh, John Tavares. He is not in the top five. Ugh. He is very close. He's number six on the list. Oh, come on. Okay, I'm also going to pick Claude Giroux. Claude Giroux is in the top five. Is or is not, sorry? He is. He is, yes. So, that's, so I got, so you four, got four out of five. out of five, and I got the number six. six Here's my yeah. sixth person that I had here, Marcus. Okay, okay. Is Steven Stamkos. That is correct. He is in the top five. Oh, so I got so, the top six? Yes, you got the top six. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Damn, that's pretty sweet. Man, who's okay. number one? Is it Patrick Kane? It is Patrick Kane. Ah, see, when so, you said Crosby wasn't, I was like, it's not Ovechkin because Ovechkin has less than Crosby, yeah. so it must be Patty Kane. But oh, by the smallest amount, because like, so it's Patrick Kane, number one, with eight hundred and two points. Sidney Crosby with seven hundred and eighty-eight points, and then Alex Ovechkin with seven hundred and eighty points. Wow. Yeah. So that was it's really close, Damn. and then. Here's the thing. Crosby did it in 630 games played versus Patrick Kane, who did it in 742, and Alex Ovechkin, who did it in 769. Yeah, Crosby was – it's because he had those, like, weird injuries and stuff, yeah. and they were trying to figure yeah. out what was wrong. But, yeah, man, that's pretty sick. All right, I yeah. got I got the top six. Yeah, so Claude Giroux, number four, at 737. Steven Samkos, number five, uh, was 719. And then John Tavares – Number six with 716. Oh, oh so man. He was really close. <laughs> oh, man. Three point differences. All right. Can you name 
the next seven, eight, nine, and ten. Oh gosh, you're making me do this now too. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, I really got to think about this now. Twenty tens, maybe Tyler Sagan. No, not Tyler Sagan. <sighs> Tyler Sagan is like on like the list in the top one hundred. I think he's like top twenty. Yeah. Do you want me to? I can tell you their. You want their teams? <laughs> uh, their current teams. <laughs> sure. Well, the teams that they did it on in the 2010s. Oh, okay. So number seven. Once I say the team, you're gonna get it. Hopefully. Washington. Uh, it's not Ovechkin, so Backstrom. Correct. 700 points. Number eight, Pittsburgh. Malkin. Correct. 698. Number nine, Toronto. Number nine, Toronto. Is it Phil Kessel? Phil Kessel. 697 so he did it with toronto pittsburgh and arizona but yeah 697 points so he's one point behind malkin wow in that uh span and then number 10 the la kings jeff carter no not jeff carter oh uh kopitar yes anze kopitar man i don't think of kopitar as scoring that many points though i know he well he scored 682 points in 768 games so damn yeah man i should have gotten uh malkin for sure I know, but you know, you're on this. You were already thinking. You already got the top six. You already thought the. I checked out, man. I checked out. (laughs) That's okay. I was like, I got six out of six. Uh, Time to celebrate. (laughs) If Kevin was here, he wouldn't be able to call me an inferior opponent this time. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was impressive. You got six out of six, so that was good. Damn. All right. Well, now it's your turn, Marcus. Okay. Okay. So, unfortunately for some of you, you might be uh, (laughs) a little turned off because mine includes a little bit of math, Marcus. Oh, God. A little bit of math. (laughs) Not actual math, but includes numbers. My question, Marcus, is I would like you, I'm going to go through each division. So I want you to name all 32 teams, the guy on their team, on their roster. They don't have to be active, by the way. They might be on the LTIR. Highest cap hit for each team. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're starting with the Atlantic Division, Marcus. Atlantic Division. I have them written out in alphabetical order. Do you want to just do it on your own instead, or no? We can we can go team by team. I guess we'll just go team by team. Okay, Boston Bruins, Marcus, who has the highest cap it? That should be Patrice Bergeron. That is correct. Do you want to try to guess at the numbers, by the way? At their cap it? Yeah. <laughs> What's the salary like? Six point eight, five point eight. Bergeron? Yeah. Yeah, he's six point eight seven five. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Buffalo Sabres. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's easy. That's Jeff Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> nine million. You're right? going to you're gonna overthink it, and then you're not. Detroit Red Wings. Is, is Jeff Skinner nine million? He is nine million, yeah. Okay, yeah. Detroit Red Wings. So that should be Dylan Larkin, I assume. Yep. Like 6.5? 6.1. Oh, okay, 6.1. Florida. Okay. Is it Barkov? No, it is not Alexander Barkov. Okay. Your first X, Marcus. You didn't. Do, you've been doing so good. <laughs> is it Huberto? No, Marcus. It is not oh, Huberto. It's, it's Bobrovsky at ten million. It is. <laughs> it is Bobrovsky. He makes yep. ten million per year, man. What about the Montreal Canadiens? Carey Price with ten million. Yeah, ten point five million. Oh, ten point five. Okay. Ottawa. Thomas Shabbat. <clears throat> that is incorrect, Marcus. Oh, then is it, it's Brady Kachuk. It is. He just signed at the beginning yeah. of the season, if you remember. Seven, 8.5. 8.3. Okay, 8.3. <laughs> this one's going to be hard, Marcus. The Tampa Bay Lightning. It's not 
Are you saying it's not Steven Stamkos? I'm saying it could be Stamkos. I'm saying it could be Hedman. I'm saying it could be... There's a few options on this team, I'll say. Steven Stamkos. It is not Steven Stamkos. Damn, they did him dirty. Um, It's because he signed before somebody else. Victor Hedman, then. It is not Victor Hedman. Okay, then it's got to be Nikita Kucherov. It is Nikita Kucherov, Marcus. Braden Point also makes quite a bit of money for them, too, eh? Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I wasn't sure if you would uh, if you would get it or not. But uh, yeah. yeah, Kutrov makes nine point no. five. Oh, I was literally gonna say nine point five. Okay, sorry. You, well, you that's got okay. it. Okay, yeah, you got it. Hometown Toronto Maple Leafs, Marcus. That's Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. Do you know his cap? Eleven it? six. Eleven six. Man, yeah. you know what's six, crazy? Three? Sorry. Six three. Is it eleven six three four? I just wrote eleven point six. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was crazy. I went to cap friendly to figure out this stuff. And at mm. first, I just went to, like, players list. So then it just shows, like, all the players instead yeah. of going by teams. The Leafs have three of the top seven. Oh, man. <laughs> three of the top seven. Pretty oh. crazy. Yeah, that would be Martin. One of them didn't even score a point tonight. Martin and Tavares. <laughs> and they had ten goals. And they had ten goals. <laughs> okay. All right. We love you, Tavares. We're going to move on. Yeah. You want to do Metro or do you want to go to the West and come back? Let's keep it in the East. All right, keep it in the East. By the way, Marcus, you had six out of eight correct. Okay. All right. That's on the first guess, yeah. Sting. Yeah, on the first guess, of course. Carolina. Oh, Carolina. Is it Sebastian Ajo? It is. 8.5. Yeah. Okay. Columbus. <laughs> Zach Wierenski. Uh, His contract doesn't kick Hasn't until kicked next in yet. year. Oh, okay. So, so not he, not he so will be their highest paid player yeah. next season. Next year. <laughs> but this season he is not their highest paid okay. player. Is it Patrick Line? It is not Patrick okay. Line. Patrick oh. Line is still on a I'm gonna say bridge deal, but uh he's an RFA, so he hasn't gotten over six point five yet, I think. Maybe seven. Is it Voracek? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think he makes like eight. Yeah, he's got 8.25. Okay. The next two, Marcus, I'm just going to give you a heads up. For New Jersey and the the New York Islanders, (laughs) there's two guys for each team that make the same amount. Oh, okay. Yeah. So for the New Jersey Devils, one would be, I would assume, is Dougie Hamilton. That is correct. He makes nine. Yep, and there's somebody else on the team who also has a $9 million cap it. P.K. Subban. It certainly is, Marcus. <laughs> Another right shot defenseman. <laughs> Another right shot defenseman. Then but his New contract York... expires this season. That is correct, yeah. It's his yep. last year of this one. New York Islanders, Marcus? Is it Matthew Barzal? He is one of two guys who makes how much, Marcus? 8.5. Seven. Oh, seven. Wow, that's a bargain deal. Well, <laughs> he's not having a great season. Well, the team's not having a great season. <laughs> That's true. But someone's tied with him, Marcus. Care yeah. to take a guess? At seven million. Yes. I know. Well, I know Pelic and Pulak just signed, but that would be for next season. Yeah, um, and I don't think it's seven million. No, I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's that high. Who makes? Is it Anders Lee? It is the captain. Oh wow, Anders Lee. Him. Seven mil. Yeah, he was uh he was a UFA and he was re-signed by Lou Lamorello. Mm. Yeah. Not often that he does that, but he paid the captain. He wanted him to stay, so there yeah. he is. The Rangers, Marcus, hopefully it's easy for you. Ryan McDonough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Panarin. Panarin, yes. 
Okay. Same as Matthews. Philadelphia. Is that Claude Giroux? It is, Marcus. Claude Giroux. Numero uno. 8.9? 8.2. Oh, okay. Pittsburgh? Evgeny Malkin. You are correct, Marcus. Yeah. He, I know he makes he makes like 9.5, whereas Crosby makes 8.7. That is correct on yeah. both accounts. Yeah. <laughs> Malkin makes 9.5, and yeah, uh, Crosby. <laughs> Crosby took I like, the- I like this quiz, John. It's good. The discount at 8.7 mil because yeah, he wears he, number 87 because he was born in 1987. Yeah. So, so he just really likes the number 87. Austin Matthews should have taken 3.4. Yeah, that would be awesome. It'd be awesome. Right? Um, or if <laughs> he probably would have said, give me 13.4. Yeah, 13.4. That's what he started with. I mean, he's like, worth it. 10.34. Like as crazy as it sounds, like he's on a bargain deal at 11.6. Yeah, no, I, I it's, he's got, a, I think his contract is fine. Tavares is, is, is okay. He's the captain. It's, it's Mitch Marner's that hurts a lot. I think. I mean, yeah, it's hard because Marner does a lot of things too, he, though. He does a lot of things, but he's not a center. He's just a passing right wing, a playmaking right wing, or a playmaking winger. Yeah, which is tough. Yeah, it's hard, right? Because it's the whole chicken or egg situation here, where it's like, yeah, is Matthews as good as he is because he's really gotten to that next level since he started playing with Marner? You, you don't right? think Nylander did it for him? Well, not as much. As, not not to the same extent. Not to the same extent. But then also at the same time, it's like, dude, Austin Matthews is a friggin' stud. So yeah. it, it could I'm, be like. Well, a, I mean, like you see that the, the Minnesota goal, right? He just like got it at center ice. Yeah. Crossed the blue line. Sometimes and he doesn't just, need help. Yeah. <laughs> but other times Anybody could have. I could have passed it to him at center ice. <laughs> Man, do you see that goal uh, that Marner passed it to Bunting for like the tip in in front of the net? Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, man, I literally could have scored that. <laughs> I was like, all I had to do is stand there with my stick on the ice. It would have exactly. just hit my stick and gone in. <laughs> all right. Go. Washington, Marcus. Alex Ovechkin. That is correct. How much? Mm, 9.5. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Arizona. What is his new contract at? I think it's 9.5. As well? Okay. I believe so. Not 10? Could be, could be ten, could be ten point five. I don't think it's more than ten point five. Eight million. No, it's at least <laughs> nine point five million, yeah. and All it's right, for so five years. Wow. Yeah. I think well, it's this contract. You... Oh, it's still the same. It one. kicked in this year, didn't it? Oh, okay, okay. He just I, signed. I, I, he was yeah. a UFA in the off season, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. So, so yeah. It, it is nine point five. Okay. He took a discount. <laughs> All right. So you said Arizona. Yes. Their rookie goalie, Vegmelko. No. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. Arizona. Oh, Clayton Keller. It is Clayton Keller, Marcus. He's got a high contract at like 8. Not point... quite that high. Oh, 7.3. 7.15, yeah. Okay. That, Still kind of high. It is kind of high for a guy that you don't hear about, but also he plays in the desert. so That's true. <laughs> don't hear about him often in general. That's okay, true. Marcus. Chicago mm-hmm. has two players with the same cap hit. Yeah, that's uh, Johnny T and Patrick Kane. That is correct. A 9.5. 10.5. Sorry. Colorado. You know, they haven't won since they signed that contract. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see what happens uh, with the Leafs because they're, they're in a similar situation. Yeah, but they won at least before. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> Colorado. Is it Miko Rantanen at 8.5 or 9.25? Oh, 9. Okay, 9.25. But it is Miko Rantanen. It is Miko Rantanen. 
until Nathan McKinnon needs a new contract. Yes. Yeah. And Dallas, Marcus. Oh, I don't know if it's Jamie Ben or if it's Tyler Sagan. You're like, it's neither. It's John Klingberg at 4.5. <laughs> 4.75. I'm not sure about Heiskanen's deal next year. But, yeah, Heiskanen's uh, deal is going to kick in. But yeah. no, that's next year, right? Yeah. So Tyler Sagan. It is, Marcus. How much does he make? 8.75. 9.85. Oh, that hurts. Minnetota. Yeah, Minnesota. Not Kaprizov. Minnesota. Is it Jared Spurgeon? That is not correct. Oh, okay. Well, I was on a good roll there. You were, Marcus. You were. You were crushing it. Okay. He's their captain, though, isn't he? He is, yeah. Okay. Since uh, Breezy and Sudre left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who else is on Minnesota? I feel yeah. like... Is uh, it Eric... What? I feel like you're overthinking this one, Marcus. Am I? Yep. <laughs> Do you want the answer? Do you want me to tell you how much they make? Tell me how much they make. They make $9 million. Okay, so is it Kaprizov then? It is Kaprizov, Marcus. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, having, having said that, of course, if Suter or Prize were still there, yeah. they would have made more because theirs were at 9.5, like right? Or, oh, 9.5, okay. But, uh, yeah, Kaprizov makes 9 mil. That is the most... Oh. I didn't realize them. he was already like three years in. But Marcus, <laughs> starting next year. year, the Minnesota player that's going to have the highest cap it is called Dead Cap Space. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Dead Cap Space will have yeah. the highest. <laughs> I think it's 12.4 next year and then 14.7 oh, the year man. after that. That's so both of their buyouts, eh? Combined. Yeah, coming back. So, uh, But yes, for this year, it is Kaprizov. Kaprizov. And then I think Erickson X signed a pretty decent contract there too, I was, somewhere. I was gonna say Erickson X. Somewhere in the and, sevens or eights, I believe. Yeah, but then you said I'm overthinking it, so it was probably Kaprizov. So. I said that because you already said Kaprizov's name, yeah. and I was like, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're overthinking this, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, That's Marcus. Fair. Smashville, the incredible jerseys that they have. Who wears one that gets paid the most money? I I hope it's this person. I have another person in mind, but I hope it's this person. Roman Yossi. You are correct, Marcus. Okay, good. Who is your other person? Makes like, I was going to say Ryan Johansson. Yeah, Johansson and Duchesne, I believe they both make 8 or between 8 and 8.5. Yeah. yeah. Yossi makes how much? I, I don't think he makes over 10. but No. 9.5. 6. 9.05. Oh, okay. Yeah, so about, bargain. about 9 million bucks. <laughs> you can sign a minor leaguer with the savings. Yeah, although uh, if they end up re-signing Philip, oh, Forsberg, Philip Forsberg, I yeah. wonder if Forsberg makes more money. I don't know. I feel like Nashville will like be like, you know, our captain's got to make the most. David Poyle will mm. say that. <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. Didn't he? <laughs> David Poyle's the one who signed uh, Weber to that monster. Oh, no, it wasn't him. It was because it was a, Philly... Yeah offer she did him right yeah yep yeah um st louis marcus who is their number one cap hit highest cap hit on the team not petrangelo <laughs> i was literally man i was about to say <laughs> i'll give you a hint it's not petrangelo, not petrangelo. <laughs> <laughs> oh Ooh. great minds think alike yep it's ryan o'reilly it is not oh man not ryan o'reilly you're on another roll man <laughs> oh yeah uh st louis is it Perry Yako? Uh, no. Or his hasn't kicked in yet. 
and his probably won't make more. You're you're like making me second guess myself here. I'm gonna just double check the answer. Oh, is it, it's not Tarasenko. That's that's what I have written down. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's Tarasenko. I have Tarasenko's <laughs> name. That's why you scared me. Now I'm like second guessing myself here. No, no, no. I I was like, because I keep thinking Tarasenko has the old cap hit of like seven point five, but that is his cap hit. Oh, really? Okay. Okay then. Let me just let me just double check this. <laughs> You're probably right. I oh mean... no. Well, okay. Sorry. So you were correct, Marcus, because Ryan O'Reilly has the same, same. cap hit. Oh, okay. Okay. As Sean, I was Tarasenko. like, I was like, I know Ryan O'Reilly has like a seven point five. Yes, you are correct. I thought okay. O'Reilly was closer to seven. So yeah, they okay. they both uh, have the same cap hit, Marcus. So mm, okay. so I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll give you All that right, one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You, you corrected the, the person giving the test, so good job. Yes. <laughs> uh, Bonus what about, points. What about Winnipeg, Marcus? Winnipeg Jets. It's got to be Patrick Laine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Laine. Yeah, man, it's Patrick uh, Laine. You didn't know that? Who? Is it Mark Shifley? It is not. Mark Shifley makes the third most amount of money. Wow. There's two people above Mark Shifley. Okay. Blake Wheeler. It is Blake Wheeler, Marcus. Do you know how much he makes? 7.8. 8.25. Okay. Do you know who's in between Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler? Um, I guess Nikolai this is a, Ehlers. a bonus question. Nikolai Ehlers. Uh, no, it's not Nikolai Ehlers. It's not Kyle Connor. It is Kyle Connor. Oh. 7.14. Okay. Man, Mark Shifley only makes 6.1, eh? That's a bargain deal. That's a reasonable, and he has three years remaining Left. until UFA. Yeah. That's a good deal for Mark Shifley. Man, Kyle Connor's got five years left on that $7 million deal, eh? That's also a pretty good deal because he's he scores yeah, pretty for, decent for seven decent mil. Clip. That's like yeah. that's pretty similar to uh, Nylander's deal, right? Nylander six point yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah, that that is a good deal. Very similar. All right, Marcus. Last division, okay. we have the the Pacific, the division that has been tumultuous, <laughs> changing up. And I would like you to tell me number one. I don't think I would have been able to get this. Is the Anaheim Ducks? Anaheim Ducks. Not Ryan Getzlaff? It is not, Marcus. That that probably would have been my guess, too. Yeah. In all fairness. But uh, no, apparently that is not correct. I guess he probably, like, re-signed. For, he like, did. Less? Yeah. Like, he was a UFA like last season. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's the fourth highest paid player. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so there's, like, either Hampus Lindholm, Ricard Raquel, uh, Cam Fowler, maybe, John Gibson... Were you saying you did say it could be LTIR? <laughs> Is it John Gibson? Um, no, no, but very <laughs> no. close. Okay. Extraordinarily close. Hampus Lindholm. No, it no. is not, Marcus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it is another defenseman, though. Cam Fowler. It is Cam Fowler. It is Cam Fowler. Wow. Yeah. What does he make? Like 7.8? 6.5. Oh, wow. So they're just a bargain team. Yeah, he's 6.5. And then the second highest is actually, at, uh, sorry, it's John Gibson at 6.4. Mm-hmm. And then it's Adam Henrique oh, at wow. 5.8. Yeah. Huh. Yo, maybe we can afford Hampus Lindholm then. Lindholm is 5.2, which is uh, less, less than, than the than five. Muslims, point, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> less than that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's very true, Marcus. We'll, we'll see what happens. All right, next is Calgary. The Calgary Flames, Marcus. Is it still Johnny Goudreau? It is not Johnny oh. Goudreau. 
So it's got to be is it Jacob Markstrom? It is not. Yeah. Jacob Markstrom makes less than Johnny Gaudreau. Gaudreau. Okay. I guess it's Matthew Kachuk then. It is Marcus. All right. Do you know how much he makes? Uh, 9.25. Seven. Oh, wow. Wow. Seven, yeah. So Gaudreau makes 6.75 right now. And uh, Markstrom's only six. It was a it was a six times six deal. Six by six. Okay. Yeah. So six years, thirty six mil. Hmm. Well, they got a steal then. They got a bargain. All right, Marcus. Uh, I'm going to assume that the next one you are going to know, and Leon this is the Edmonton second. Oilers. <laughs> <laughs> to Connor McDavid. Do you know He's how much got, he makes? It's not thirteen. I hope it's like twelve point nine seven. Twelve point five. Oh, okay. Five nine seven. Yeah. <laughs> Get the nine seven in there. Yeah, exactly. All right. What about the Los Angeles Kings? Ooh, that's tough. It's either his own negotiated contract, Drew Doughty, at like ten point five, or it's Anze Kopitar, who also makes like ten point five. Anze Kopitar. Should have gone the other way, Marcus. Ah <sighs> is it Drew Doughty? At it is Drew 11? Doughty at eleven million dollars. Uh, see, he edged out Kopitar. Just edged him out, man. Just edged him out. Next one, Marcus, is the San Jose Sharks. Oh, man. This has got to be Eric Carlson. It certainly is. Do you know how much yeah. he makes? Isn't it like 11 or 11.5? He makes 11.5, yeah. <sighs> that sucks. <laughs> 11.5 million dollars. That is crazy. Well, they don't got to pay Evander Kane, so. <laughs> yep. Seattle, Marcus, the newest team in the league. Do you know who the biggest cap hit is? Mark Giordano. It certainly is, Marcus. There you go. At 7.8. 6.75. Okay. It's actually lower than I thought it was. Yeah, that is true. Well, I mean, I thought it was 7.8, so. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Vancouver Canucks, Marcus. Hmm. They haven't. The Vancouver Canucks. Feel it? Oh, Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah, so I feel like this one is. Or is his less? <laughs> no, it's. I'm trying to figure out because I don't know if it's including what's being held back. Did Arizona? Arizona keep... retained uh, salary, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. Did they not? I, I don't remember the trade to be exact, but. Yeah. Because if, if they, they did. didn't. Because, yeah, I don't think they. They haven't signed like Patterson to like a big deal or anything. Yeah, so and... they did. They did hold back money. So, oh okay. So o- OEL not... does have the biggest contract. Yeah, uh, but not the biggest cap hit. Yeah, so that's, that's the, the thing. Cap. Well, his his overall cap hit is the highest cap hit. Yeah, if that makes sense. But it's not the biggest cap hit to the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. So <laughs> I I don't I'm not gonna be that picky. Like I'm happy with that answer. Okay. Uh, I will say that you totally got that right with OEL. Do you want to take a crack at who has the second? Who's the other then? player? Yeah, oh. it's a player like on Vancouver. Yeah. So it's either. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's Brock Besser or Pedersen. It's neither it's the, of them. Yeah, because their deals haven't. Ex- they're like their deals are about to expire this season. I uh, think. nope. You're just incorrect. <laughs> oh, it's just right, neither then. of them. Never mind. It's it's <laughs> somebody else who plays for them. Chris Tanev. No. Um, <laughs> it's not JT Miller. Plays defense, Marcus. Is it Hughes? It is. Oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we talked about this. So Quinn Hughes makes more money 
than Elias Pedersen, mm-hmm. but it's because he signed a longer term deal. So mm. Pedersen only signed for three years and he's 7.35, yeah. whereas Hughes signed for six years at 7.85. Okay. So in the long run, Pedersen will make more money, but because his is a shorter term like bridge deal, yeah, um, Hughes makes slightly more. But OEL but if, technically yeah. has the his biggest. Is like 8.7, right? Yeah, his is 8.25. Oh, 8.25. And the last one, Marcus, is Las Vegas gotta be jack eichel it certainly is jack eichel okay <laughs> i was like i don't think mark stone makes that much i mean he probably has like a decent like 7.8 i like to say that but um yeah my, uh jack eichel makes 10 yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> mark stone is on the ltir he makes 9.5 oh wow so he's actually very close wow good for him i didn't realize well, he's the captain, so. Yeah, 9.5. And then after that is the former St. Louis Blue, Alex Petrangelo, Petrangelo. 8.8. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, Petrangelo makes uh, a yeah. decent amount, man. 8.8. But, I mean, too. he makes less than Dougie Hamilton, for example. True. But Dougie Hamilton's a little younger. He is. A couple of years. Yeah. All right. That was good. I like that quiz. That was a good one, man. Sean. You did really well. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I didn't bore you. <laughs> you, uh, no, you crushed it, man. You did fantastic. I'm just worried now that some of my answers are wrong because I, I only noticed at the end with OEL that they like don't put the full cap hit. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, I didn't mess up on any of these. I'm, I'm pretty sure that. They're all right. Just tweet at us if you want to complain yeah. about it. Right. Yeah, just tweet at us <laughs> if Sean sucks at his job and you feel like he should be fired. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, you know? And then give us a question that you can... <laughs> and then we, Sean can answer it for you. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know what? I got six out of six, okay? Leave me alone. You did. You did very I'm well. I'm better at answering than I am at asking, all right? You did very well. That was a good one, though. I really like that one. I figured because you're good with remembering stuff like that. So yeah, the thing with is like that, pretty much playing every, all that NHL, NHL. Yeah, GM mode. Pretty much yep. every one you got right, you also got the number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty impressive. Or you know, close within like a million. <laughs> uh, within a mil, it's close yeah. enough. Close enough. <laughs> Plus minus a million. Some of them, yeah, I got like dead on though. So that was good. I like that one. All right, Marcus, we are going to move on to our last section. Welcome to the fantasy portion of our podcast. Fantasy corner of our podcast. (laughs) The other corner. The other corner. All all these damn corners we got, man. We got so many corners up in here. I guess you could say we have three corners. We're in a triangle room. Yeah, we're we're in a triangle room. (laughs) Leafs corner, quiz corner now, and fantasy corner. Mm -hmm. All right, so fantasy fantasy talk fantasy corner sean what do you got for us Ooh, well fantasy talk is uh heating up so for those of you who are in i'll say like standard leagues just take a look at your trade deadline because that's fast approaching i know for our league marcus the trade deadline is march 9th so we're thank only... you i need to know that <laughs> yeah that's good to know good tip so really that's like less than two weeks away um, we're, we're pretty much at that trade deadline. So March 9th is the last day you can make trades in our league. So if you're looking to stack up for a deep playoff run, this is your chance. 
but I also wanted to talk about my recent endeavors in fantasy hockey. So for those of you who have been uh, listening consistently to the show, you know that I am not having a great season and I'm kind of in a, a little bit of a rebuild mode here and our league has draft picks. So I've been collecting draft picks. I'm up to uh, four third round picks now. So next year in the third round, I'll pick four out of the 10 players that go in the third round. But damn, <laughs> sorry. I said, damn. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty awesome. But yeah, so for us, what I did is even though I'm kind of at the bottom, I actually traded with somebody else who's a bottom feeder who had Adam Fox and they wouldn't be able to keep Adam Fox for next year because he was a top three draft pick, top third round draft pick, I guess I should say. And what I did is I actually traded a third round pick and one of my defensemen for Adam Fox and whatever the guy's like 14th round pick or something. And then I flipped Adam Fox to somebody else for a third and a fifth round pick. And I gave up like an eighth and a 10th round pick. So even if you're a bottom feeder, don't be afraid to pull off trades with other people. If you feel like you could maybe get something more. So this guy had posted a couple times in our chat group that Adam Fox was on the block. I noticed that no one had really responded to him. I sent him a text. I'm like, hey, is Adam Fox still on the block? Any, anybody uh, called you up yet? And he was like, no, not really. And uh, we ended up settling on a third, which for me, I had four. So that was no big deal. And then, <laughs> Did yeah. you trade your third or did you trade someone else's? Trade somebody else's. I kept my yeah, third because it's going to be pretty low. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had four. So I picked the person who was in first place at the time. I think it was Kyle's third round pick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or somebody else. Anyways. Yeah. And then basically flipped him so I got a third and a fifth round pick um, in return so I'm just kind of like trading down in terms of my draft picks which is kind of nice and uh, yeah so don't be afraid to make some trades like that or think outside the box a little bit or take a gamble if you feel like you could take a gamble and see if uh, see if anybody would be willing to bite on something like that as well it's a smart move Sean yeah and the second thing I did Marcus is after telling everybody to drop Jeremy Swayman and pick up Duke Rask I picked up Jeremy Swayman. <laughs> <laughs> so they played right into my hands, Marcus. Ah, classic. So now you're just going to start feeding false information <laughs> on Fantasy Corner. Everybody drop Connor McDavid quickly. Yeah, drop him now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got lucky because the person who had Jeremy Swayman in our league dropped him because Tuka Rask came back. Mm. And so Tuka Rask was there and ended up getting hurt after four games. And as we all know, has since retired. So Jeremy Swayman ended up being a free agent who I picked up on my team. I ended up dropping Ilya Samsonov, who's he's really just had a, an up and down. Yeah, like he gets a lot of wins because the team is good and they keep winning games, but his own individual numbers are just not great. Partially because him. <laughs> the team doesn't give up a lot of shots. Yeah. So sometimes he'll let in three goals, but it's like three goals on eighteen shots, mm. and then his numbers are just horrendous. So. Yeah. Yeah, made that swing. Now, all of a sudden, I have Jeremy Swayman. So, got somebody I could potentially trade off as well. Maybe Marcus is is looking for an upgrade at goalie. Maybe (laughs) somebody else in the league is looking at an upgrade at the goaltender position. So, definitely, definitely calling himself Stevie Y now. (laughs) Yeah, call me Stevie Y. Exactly. I'm I'm flinging (laughs) deals left, right, center here. I'm not picking up any more of your calls. Yeah, I've also picked up a lot of guys (laughs) that people have dropped uh, through through the uh, (laughs) throughout the season. So. I have a lot of guys that I, I can keep as keepers. Like I would say probably 70% of my team are guys that I could keep at a reasonable draft pick compensation. But 
yeah, I have a ton of low draft picks now for next year. So I'll probably only keep a couple of them and just start fresh and see if I can get uh, the best team that I can get. Nice. Yeah. That Adam Fox flip was, is a good idea. It just, I just had a feeling, you know, Yeah. I was like, man, how is nobody giving up at least a third round pick for him? And then uh, I shopped him. I was trying hard to get a second round pick. Yeah, but uh, nobody bid on the second round pick, so I, I decided to go for a package like a third and then a trade up. So True. that's what I did. It's okay. It's still good. You still improved your draft crop or your draft selection there. So draft selection, absolutely. Yeah, and also <laughs> there's a chance that I might still make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was gonna say after last time we spoke, I think we were still in the middle of our weekly matchup. So. I think you, I think we, I ended up winning that one again, uh, seven, five, you edged me out on a couple of the categories, but uh, yeah, I think you said after that week, you ended up in, in a playoff spot, surprisingly, even though you lost. <laughs> yeah. Even though I lost. So uh, we'll see what happens kind of going out to the end, uh, to the end here. But, uh, if I don't make the playoffs, that's just fine with me so that I get better draft picks. If I end up making the playoffs, then I'm probably just going to lose in the first round. But, hey, it is what it is. Well, you never know. You could get hot. You could have, you know, everybody could become Nazem Kadri on your team. And then, you know, you could just, you could win it. You could steal it. Yeah, that's very true. I could end up with a lot of uh, Kadri's on my team. Yeah, you never know. All right. Well, Sean, I think those are some good fantasy tips. And I think that uh, that wraps up uh, the podcast for this week. So have an excellent week, everybody. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for stopping by for episode number 17. We look forward to seeing you again for episode number 18 soon enough. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.